Oh, the Habs are bad, bad now. No. I didn't realize we were in a four-game skid. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. I know. I know. Happy November. It is the yearly Canadian skid, currently. <laughs> the first. The um, first skid. Of the, of the annual skids. <laughs> yeah, the first of the annual skids. Recall! Not maybe, ooh. Is it three seasons now? Four seasons ago? The dreaded double West seven Coast. game skid. Oh, no, double eight. It was eight games. Eight, eight. skid. Excuse me. Recall. Eight a, games. It is a game. It is a, it is a, it is a tale that we tell our children to scare them into being good little hockey players. Because remember, if you're coached by, was that Ducharme? Um, have to look Julian. It was it? Was that Julian? Oh my god! That's what I think. Oh my god, Claude, not Claude, uh -huh. Claude Julian. Claude. That's right, right, Claude Julian. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Jesus Christ! I think it was Julian. Oh, I see what we're talking about here. Yeah. All right, all right. So, so culminated in his demise. Yeah, that's yeah, that's oh man. Well, we're getting into some ancient history now. My name mm -hmm. is David Oje. I am at Glaucus one two three on dead name Twitter. Um, joined as always by Veronica. You you yeah. I'm at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter and Instagram and Threads. And I chili no underscore Pepper on Blue Sky. We're the Happy Hour. At happy Hour on Twitter. Happy Hour Blue Sky. Um, yeah, Happy Hour Pod on Threads. Again, that's a work in progress. Uh, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour and Happy Hour dot com. The Habs have yet to win a game in the month of November. And when I say that, I mean, I say that as in no overtime points, no shootout, nothing. They lost to... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Arizona, the Blues, and the Lightning. Straight losses. The Blues yeah, game... All in regulation? For some reason, I thought we earned a point in one of them. How come I was... The last point that we got was against Vegas. If people recall yeah. how how amazing that game was, yeah. My lord, yep, that's our shootout loss. The last win win that we have was the Jets, almost two weeks ago now. Wow! But the last win in regulation was on, yep, uh, October twenty third. Three one against the Sabers. Yikes. Mm. And to be frank, they have not looked great. Uh, the most recent game was against the Lightning, and that was a travesty for two periods. And then, yes. Then they started looking better, and that was the period I did not watch because I myself went off to play devastating hockey 
and win <laughs> though because we won. So fuck you guys. But um, no, awesome. it was a good time. So l- 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 let's talk. Um, Jake Allen wins the Molson Cup. Um. For the month of October, well deserved, given that he led the team with a three-one-one record with him in the pipes, as opposed <laughs> to the Rapscallion. <laughs> Rapscallion, just a second. Montambo. Um, yeah. Now that being said, and then he allows four goals in nine shots in the first period of last night's game. Uh... It is. The first one of those was 30 seconds into the period. It was less than that. It was like 24, 28. It was, it, it was the fastest goal scored this season in the NHL. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And it was Kucherov. And if Allen could hug a pipe to save his life, the Habs would be undefeated this season. Unless Sam started the game, which you know hasn't been the case. But regardless... <laughs> Jake's down and out. Montembo goes in. And um, the thing, but that's not even like the tail of the game because the, the rest, those four goals, yeah. Four goals in, in under 10 minutes. Let's take, okay, let's put that into perspective. Um, I'm going to look at uh, something that I haven't looked up yet. I was right. actually hurrying home on the train. Uh-huh. I caught an earlier train and I was listening. <laughs> In my earbuds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to TSN 690, and it was like, what, what? Like I'm listening to the game, and all these notifications are coming up on my phone, and I'm like, why am I in a hurry to watch this game? But I am really glad I, I got to watch a third. Yeah, yeah, that must have been nice. So, <laughs> Mike Matheson is a minus four at this point, and I know plus minus is not everyone's favorite stat, but you look at those four goals. And Matheson is acting like he is a stranger in a strange land. He has never seen ice before. He has never worn <laughs> skates, more much or less wielded a hockey stick in order to accelerate a puck down the ice. It is baffling. Yeah. It is night and day. He is the kind of point man. He is the quarterback of the fucking power play, and he can't hold the blue line. This the puck does not at all. The puck goes away from his stick at the most crazy times. And like I saw a little bit of that last season. And I kind of figured he's nervous. Because recall last season, uh our first glimpse of Matheson was during the preseason. And I think, unless I'm insane, that he was injured during preseason. I think so. and we I don't were, know if he was during preseason, but he did not start the season. Very, the yeah, very early on in the season, he didn't start with the team. But I was like, yeah. oh my god, he looks great on the preseason. Last season starts, it's like, oh crap, we're not that good. We need Matheson back. Matheson comes in, and he looked like crap. I was like, what happened? He gradually improves. Same thing with David Savar in a little bit of a way. Whereas, wow. David Savar is kind of crap, and then he got better as time went on. Here, great start for Matheson. The guy's like, oh my lord, thank god we have him. Because if we don't have him, the defense is shambles. It's so bad. Oh my god, it's bad. (laughs) That's the problem with sitting him out. And here's the real problem. It's the exact same problem we had with Jeff Petrie for years. 
Jeff Petrie, if Weber was out, was the spine of the defense. And if Petrie had a bad game, so do go the trials and tribulations of Le Canadi and the Montreal. And yeah, it's just like that's a problem. You know, for all the flowers that Petrie always got from a uh, you know a large swath of the fan base, um, if he played more minutes, he was just like he had a limit. You know, like he couldn't play Shea Weber Shea Weber minutes because he would fuck up. And but this it's different. I think that Matheson is fighting something, and then I think also by now, it, you know, he's had three, four bad games. I don't um, think he's a top. He's pairing. in his head a bit too. I don't think he's a top pairing. If it's not injury, if he's not fighting something, yeah, I don't know. See, now I'm thinking, oh, this would have been good to look up beforehand. What was his average time on ice at Pittsburgh? Because with the Habs, he is playing over 24, 25 minutes a game. He eclipses everyone else. Um, The second most used player is Nick Suzuki. That's interesting. You don't see Suzuki. Suzuki has been stellar, but Suzuki is also going against the best of the best. Every game, as is yeah. Matheson, as ex- is expected. Yeah. Matheson, we need him to be our 1A or 1B and on the top line. And I really wonder, because you know who he was, who he was playing with or behind with the fucking Penguins? Fucking Chris Letang. Mm. Hall of Famer, without yeah. a doubt, player, you know? Yeah. So, like, I mean, for me, Matheson, like everything that we know that he's capable of and, and what we've seen him do this season and, you know, happy like, with him. sorry, <laughs> again, to speak ill of the dead, but, you know, it, my first thought every time I see something like that is Jeff Petrie would have right on that. Jeff Petrie, you know, like <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And that's a big part of the reason that I like Matheson so much, just because I'd become so unenchanted, disenchanted with Petrie. But, um, so I think he has it, but yeah, it could be a matter of ice time, like you say, and responsibility, um, because it's he, oh, Jekyll and Hyde. You, I mean, if if you if you hadn't taken the chance to look at the four goals against and just watch Matheson, and it's I wasn't watching Matheson. I was I was watching the goalie. I was watching Jake. It's but I did. I went back and watched them. I mean, that first goal, even by itself, he like yeah. um. Now it's Kucherov. It's the first 20, 25 seconds of the game. And Kucherov, again, he takes a shot from high up. Like almost, I think he's in the the circle practically, right? But the thing is, is that Matheson gave him room. Was just coasting. Shot goes in. Jake, glove hand, fucks it up. Bad goal. 100% bad goal. But at the same time. You don't give Kucherov time to think about where he wants to shoot. There's a thing. Um, Jesus, yeah, I'm, just, I'm thinking back to, like, missed, uh, missed uh, stuff. It's just, oh, my Lord, it was so, 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 so bad. Now, that yeah. being said, Kucherov, like I said, 22 seconds. Ooh, fastest goal in the NHL so far. Uh, followed by a Mr. Paul. Then, of course, Barry Boulay scores his... First goal in Montreal against the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> followed by Isamont. 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 Wow, I didn't realize that was him. Isamont. Ooh, jeez. So, again, 4 nothing, and I'm sorry. 
I exaggerated. It was four goals in under 14 minutes. Excuse me. Oh. Give give Jake That's Allen four different. extra minutes. The, 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 Mor- the Molson four, as we call him. Now, what could be the case is that Jake Allen probably does not want to go to Edmonton. Because as... We, oh, that was what I was thinking today. Because, <laughs> like, as as long as, as far as the Habs are concerned, the Habs have not been good. It's been a rough few games. It's been a rough season for Edmonton. They haven't been bad, though, by definition. They, they haven't had like, sixty minutes of bad. They can't be with the people that they have. But if the people you know? they have, and they can't. Oh, that man! Wow. That is but I like crazy. how they, they battle until the end. They don't give up. And, you know, like, it, they've got all of, like, a, I'm thinking, like, locker room guy, like, who's that guy? And I'm thinking it's Mar- Marty St. Louis. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the, he's, like, the, they play they play a full 60. They don't give up until the game is over. And they showed that, that last night. Like, they're a young team, and they could have given up. And I've seen Habs teams give up a lot Oof. this past decade. That um, they don't. Although those first two periods, game hadn't started. Third period, sure, good for them. They came back in the third. Yeah, and well, but, um, but that's what I mean, though. Well, I mean, at some like point, they're, they're not playing dejectedly. Um, they know that they're not having a good game. But they're not playing dejectedly. I just, you know, let's get it out of the way early. I mean, it's in the road. The bump in the road. This is three bumps in the row for the road so far. I mean, who knows? Like, what's well, it's a mini skid. What's what's the next one? Oh, Detroit tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Oh, and then the Bruins, who, guess what, are having a rip-roaring season right now with Brad Marchand as captain. Christ. We'll have to deal with that on Saturday. Dirty fucking, oh, ooh, that's our Saturday game, is Boston? That is Hockey Night in Canada. Oh, Lord, that's going to be good. Two Saturday nights in a row, this Saturday and next Saturday. What a freaking. That's fun. I like Mm -hmm. this schedule. Because Um... I'll tell you. Versus Arizona, I was quite like, oh, mm, these guys are pretty good. Arizona? Like, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they no. Were they're a lot better than I expected. Well, it goes down it... to the Habs should have got Logan Cooley. <laughs> they were a lot. They, pre- they play a pretty tight. They're pretty tight. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and I thought that game was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of people disagreed with me, but I was entertained. Let's see. Yep. Uh, Arizona, they have, they're almost breaking even. Oh, no, they are breaking even. The Habs, and due to their skid, are yeah, now okay. dead center 50% team. Okay. Whereas before, oh my gosh, we were doing so good last week. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. we we are not in a wild card spot. We are not. I nope. know. Damn we it. we are we are I one win away from being, or we are one loss away, sort of kind of from being dead last in the division. Where okay, so the, it will be fun to play Detroit, who's a division rival, and beat them. And to beat Boston. Yeah, that would do it. Because, that, that, so, that'd be pretty then, good. Yeah, and then you beat Vancouver. 
and now, then we're back on that horse. Exactly. It's like Vancouver it's, because Vancouver is, I've, oh, I've been watching Vancouver games, a lot of them. And I have to say they're a very good team. Oh, and a lot of fun to watch. And like the difference that um, uh, Max and I have been talking about, not to get into the whole thing about the Canucks, but we are going to play them, be playing them on Sunday. So it's a good thing to know mm. is again, they don't give up there the, and they've got some mad skill. So, um, so they're a lot of fun. They've got a really good record. Um, they once again beat the Oilers, I think, this week. And beat anyway. the Oilers? No way. And so then we, yeah, but I think that the Canucks killed the Oilers because the Canucks oh yeah, it was like it was like eight to one. Humiliated them the first mm. two meetings of the season. Humiliated them both times, wow. and then there was that that game. That McDavid just like it was like, okay, what time's McDavid gonna lose his shit? And, and he did lose his shit. And it was just like, I think that the Canucks killed them anyway. Yeah. Um, so to beat the Vancouver Canucks would also be a ton of fun because they're a very good team and they've got a really good record this season. So, yeah, we beat the let's win those three games. Let's still take it shift by shift. So, all of that, yep, those are. Including the Knights, whom the Habs are going up against next week. Uh, between the Knights, Bruins, Canucks, respectively, the best three teams in the league right now. Oh boy, that's gonna it's that's gonna, be fun. That's gonna fun. make or break the Buckle month of November. Up. And that's how Marty has to treat it with his team. Mm -hmm. This is going to be fun, you guys. <laughs> that's how he has to frame it. Oh my lord, that's gonna be something. Ooh, and you know what? I don't feel bad about the Habs. I feel really good about the Habs. Ask a Leafs fan how they feel right now. Mm. There's nothing to feel good about. No. Well, now let's see. Actually, nothing. Just, now that I have it up. Um. Oh yeah, no Leafs. They're outside playoffs. Yeah, Leafs missing the playoffs would be would be such a bomb on my soul i would be so happy grateful oh. i will attend church the week it happens thank the lord yeah. almighty <laughs> you know um put something in the charity box light a candle it's for the toronto maple leafs <laughs> Their, their implosion tonight in this game. They were trailing in the third period. They were trailing three to two, managed to tie it, and that's it. Because then Stutzla immediately, Stutzla? Stutzla. Immediately scored. I think it was him that immediately scored. And then they scored another one. I want to say it was on the power play. And then that last goal, the goalie went completely out of his net. And the Ottawa guy just came and took the puck away from him and passed it to the guy, and they scored six to three. Fantastic. And and the Leafs had just tied it, and then Ottawa just said, "Not today, bitches." Nope. Nylander, Bertuzzi, Robertson. Remember when Robertson was supposed to be as good as Caulfield? Who's Robertson? Exactly. Um. Yeah. I remember. I will say, though, um, not that this is a Leafs podcast, God forbid, but I will say, though, I was watching, I just kept Sportsnet on, and I was, um, they, they had, like, the postgame stuff. That kid, Wall, I don't know how old he is, 
but you have to hand it to him. He just suffered a really, like goalies don't take these losses well, the losses of that fashion. And he stood up there and he was on his own, had his own scrum. He was on a podium or whatever. And very calm and very composed and very sort of philosophical about what had just happened. Well, you and, have to you know, be as a Leafs fan because the only thing on you have is philosophy. But, but you know what I like, I was, I was actually really impressed because Carrie Price, you'd be able to, you know, he'd go into his like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. stoic, you know, but this guy, he was like engaging, thoughtful. And I was, uh, yeah, I have to hand it to him. I don't know how old he is. He seems like he's quite young, but he's very composed and yeah. calm. Seems like a good kid. Good kid. Good yeah. plur. Good plur. Yeah. Good plur. Wool. Oh, this LFR oh, might I be bet the best gonna be... one in oh, a very long time. Yeah, it's probably going to be very good. Oh, it's going to be very good. Our friend Steve Dangle, I worry about him sometimes. I'm... Yeah, he's fine. Like I've, it's whatever. I mean, if if he wants to suffer for the rest of his life, I mean, the guy's going to have a heart attack at 41, you know. This is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm worried about. Which isn't far away, too, mind you, for him. (laughs) Okay, Mm. how old is this kid? Dingle's like my age. He's 36 or 37 or so. No, I'm talking about Wall. Oh, he's probably like 14. He's very, I don't know. If I knew his first name, I'd just Google him. I'm on this fucking app now. Thanks, NHL.com. And you know what they automatically did? I said my 25. favorite team is the Habs. 25. Yep. Oh, okay. I thought he was younger. My, um, um the kid at the he bank. He my logo to the Habs logo. The, yeah, I figures. The, the kid that gave me my auto loan at the bank today was 25. And he, and he was like, uh, do you mind, do you mind asking how old you are? And I was like, yeah, I'm 36. And he's like, what? Like, take your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> as he we, was like as, he was he was so surprised too. he was like i thought you were like 24 i'm like no oh i thought he i thought oh, he no. thought that you were older oh no i told him well yeah and i you know threw in my usual anecdotes like yeah i remember the cold war he's like oh <laughs> and it's just you know, others no <laughs> idea what don't. happened um so if away from hockey for a moment if uh you're getting a uh loan through a bank like an auto loan all that shit's online now you don't even have to go into the bank anymore Granted, no. granted, you do, at least for Bank of America, you do have to go and be like, I want to get an auto loan. Then they have to do something on the website to give you permission to do the blah, blah, blah scene. But it's not, you're not haggling anymore. And I'm good at bullshitting. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. 6.7. Yeah. The APR on the loan. I was like, holy. What is APR? What's APR? Uh, that's the percent of uh, you you pay uh, like oh, every, every year. Yeah, the annual. Uh, the annual percentage rate. Ah, okay. 6.7. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. You're telling me I just renewed my mortgage, yo? Yeah. It, yeah, was, so. it was brutal. Yeah. So now I'm going to go to the dealership be like, yo, do better. And they're like, sorry, we can only, best we can do is 13%. No, I, they didn't <laughs> They didn't say that, but that's why I imagine the conversation is going to be like, yeah. regardless, yeah. again, and we'll get back it's to hockey now. in a second. The only reason I'm doing all this yeah, is, tell me. Is because, well, I'm in the market for a fucking car. Why? And? Because Biden bucks are flowing for electronic <laughs> vehicles and plug-in hybrids, which I want to get. And I'm yes. like, I want that. New York State has New York, I mean, uh, Hokel bucks, I guess, uh, for, 
for again electronic vehicles and yeah if you have an electronic or plug-in vehicle you get a discount on tolls <gasps> oh you get like 10 percent off all tolls i'm like oh my god if i go to new york city i'll save like 50 dollars on tolls or something yeah, like no that. Yeah, no shit. Regardless. It's anyway, thing around here, tolls. I, I got back from the bank, called the dealership, like, yeah, I'm interested in your plug-in hybrid, blah, 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 etc. And the lady on the phone's like, oh. So Ford has a recall on those that is enough that they're forbidding dealers to sell the car. Oh, no. It is a recall recall. What so I'm like, make? okay, it's a Ford Escape. The Escape. Yeah, That's Ford. like a crossover. Yeah, it's like a SUV. Yeah, yeah. Type of thing. Um, and it, it's um. So I looked in <gasps> KellyBlueBook.com, and such a popular vehicle. Oh, it is over 500,000 vehicles being recalled because of that. Oh, like and that's just one of the recalls. Then there's like oh two then God. there's two other ones that affect like 100,000 cars, which might be the same ones. But <laughs> yeah, the one recall is like, "Oh yeah, there's a chance at the, you know, <laughs> that the the fuel injector uh fucking, you know, catches fire to the to the gas tank." It's like, "What? Excuse me?" Oh. That's a big one. That's a Might big one. Avoid, yeah, that's one of the ones that you want to. So now avoid. it's like, now I have to wait. Now I have to wait. And now we wait. And um, my Jeep is paid off now, eh? Oh, good work. That took like what four years? E ba 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 five. Okay, that means you can just start going out again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. I was like, I love my Jeep. Like, I love it. I mm -hmm. love it. I love driving it. Every time I walk up to it, I think about how much I love it. But then you have to buy um, tires. It has everything I need for the dog and the groceries mm -hmm. and all the stuff. And but then I'm just like, you know, the fuel. It's a V8 dog. Hence. Plug in hybrid, because that thing is going to be so yeah. smooth on the highway. Yeah, I think Jeep is not quite there yet. No, 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 no. And and that's the thing is, I, I need a Jeep. Mm -hmm, I need mm -hmm. a Jeep. Yeah, I've I don't even a, like mid to big dog. Like I don't even want an SUV, but I have driven other Ford Escapes in the past, and it just so happens that the IRS says this car will give you thirty seven hundred dollars back on your tax as a rebate. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, and then like New York gives like a thousand dollars. It's like, holy shit. All right. That's like now granted. That's awesome. If you went yeah. fully electric, like got yourself like a fucking Tesla or a um, one of the Ford Mach E's, you know, the fully electric cars. Seventy five hundred dollars through from the feds. <gasps> yeah. That's why I'm like, mm, now's the time. Except now is this one explodes like a Tesla. It's like, but you're shit. not going to get a Tesla. No, I am not. No, no, no. The thing with me, again, we'll get back to hockey, but we got to talk, talk electric cars now. I'm not getting yeah. a Tesla, but I'm not getting any electric car either because the batteries just aren't there yet. If I'm cruising to Montreal and I have to stop for an hour to charge the fucking thing up again or even a half hour regardless it adds time to a trip that i love taking but will make it super annoying especially in the yeah. winter because mm. don't want to get into a horror story that a friend had with a tesla but long story short wife friend's wife had a long day she had to charge her tesla she's like okay 
Let me go to the Tesla supercharging station built for Teslas at the mall. I'll putz around the mall for an hour, go home. It's the dead of winter. It's like February, February, Montreal, New York cold, right? Oh, God. And so she putzes around for an hour at the mall, goes back to her car. It's like dead. Nothing. Ugh. No charge, not anything. She's like, what the fuck? She calls Tesla's super helpful hotline for help and whatnot. And they're like, oh, you know, it's so cold. You have to leave the car plugged in and the battery has to warm up first before it can start getting a charge. And she's like, that's it. If you're in L.A., fine. But if you if you drive around a lot, like long distances, that thing is a pain in the ass. And that's exactly what I do. I drive long distances and I cannot be bothered to stop during them. Hence, plug-in hybrid is the perfect thing. Because I can putz around town, be the man about town in Albany, and I'll do all the electric stuff. Plug it in overnight, gas it up, head to Montreal, save money on that, that trip through tolls and all that stuff, and then come back. It was the perfect, oh, I found it. And it explodes, yeah. you know, whenever you're driving it. <laughs> the game, uh, third period for the but Habs. No, but you, you would. That's not why you wouldn't consider a Tesla. Oh no, 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 absolutely. Like if I, if I ever went fully electric, I'd get like a fucking Jaguar and go really nice. Yeah, so. but uh, no, it's not because it's, it's just Elon Musk. Anything associated with him. Yeah, it's fucking like, sucks. The only reason I yeah. would want to buy a Tesla is that I have stock in Tesla through my mutual fund. Mm, great I see, I see. idea which i didn't have control over it just happens to be the case oh, like okay. well cool. i'm a stockholder <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a that stupid see. son okay. of a bitch but no absolutely not because elon Musk is a fucking plague nick suzuki yeah. opens the scoring in the third period for the Habs. Mm, power play yes. goal yes beautiful yeah that's one thing the power play has actually been clicking a bit They've scored a power play goal in every game, I think, for the past two weeks. That's awesome. Uh, Michael Pizzetta puts one up. 4-2. Oh, the comeback is on. Things just got interesting. 10 minutes later, Nick Paul scores, makes it 5-2 Tampa Bay. And then Christian Dvorak says, hey, I play for the Habs. Oh, yes, he does. His first game back, I think. So good for him, netting one. 5-3. Ultimately... Oh, can I just say, yeah. while we're talking about Dvorak, just quickly, I've seen nothing that I don't like out of Dvorak. Not a single thing. Not one wow. thing. And I was watching him very closely. Good. That's it. Good, good, good. I just want to say for the benefit of all everybody who shits on him on online. And a lot of people shit on him. A and lot a lot of people shit on him. A lot of people do shit on Not him. Not one thing. I haven't yeah. seen one bad thing. Yeah, it was a overall. It was a rough night for the Habs. Um, the the oh, worst the yeah. worst plus minus was uh, it'd be minus three for Matheson in, in the mm-hmm. end. I'm not sure where he was for uh, over goals, but holy cow. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then uh, we have a slew of people at plus one: Anderson, Dvorak, Armia, Armia too. I mean, he he had moments yesterday too where i'm like dude yeah how yeah. the hell do you do great some games and other games it's just like where are you I, oh my god even evans man evans wasn't with yeah, it last evans. night it was it was just a, a collective a lately. yeah um i am evans. glad that slavkovsky is on the top line but i, I have loved his game i am not sure how long he's gonna be for it for well, I'm not sure. I get, 
I get people talking about Laval, but have people seen the shit show in Laval? That team is awful. Yeah. I think they've won one game all season. Yeah. That's bad. And that was not expected either. Makes no sense. So it could be because of that. Uh, because Laval is just like not an option, probably in, in the minds of Brass and and obviously Marty, that it, a combination of that and, you know, let's get this kid going. Ooh. Put some on the top motherfucking line, yo. Yeah. And he has looked really good. He has. Like, really on the top good. line, he's looked pretty, pretty good. Just and it he's hasn't. Independent. Yeah. He hasn't... And he makes good decisions and he's sneaky. And I, I've really enjoyed watching him. For, for what he it's can do with the him. puck. It's surprising because a person his size, you don't expect him to be able to weasel a puck around and yep. also, and you know, add that to him also being able to be physical. He's 19. Correct. Now, 19. we said the same thing about Kotka Niemi. Granted, <laughs> it, I would honestly, I would take Sofkowski over Kotka Niemi any yeah. day because Sofkowski can fucking skate. And Kotkaniemi still looks like a fucking wounded deer out there. And then, you know, falling. So yeah, me neither. But uh, enough where I'm like, he still skates so weird. Um, yeah. Laval are two, seven, and one. No. They are, this is after 10 games, and they're they're just, they're horrific. Horrific. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah. My God, yeah. what's, what happened to these guys? Joshua. Um, looks to be, oh, I thought this was giving us stats. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. What a, what a disaster so far for Laval and even, mm. um, now I'm starting to think of it. Our lions at Trois Rivières. How are these guys doing? Oh shit. Uh, the, oh God, ECHL.com. Do they have a .com? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, What is it? Tell me now. Twelve Riviere are leading the conference. What? They're seven and awesome. one. Seven and one after eight games. <gasps> That's great. <laughs> we have a winning team. <laughs> I mean, dude, you can watch the freaking. You can watch Twelve Riviere for like ten bucks. Hell yeah, let's go cheer on the team. God damn it. That's cool. Yeah. Didn't know that. Hell yeah. Have to go to a fun hockey game. Player stats. Who is the leading points man? Matthew Boucher. No idea who that is. What What do you do, Matthew? <laughs> Plays for Wall Riviere. How about that? Birthplace, L.A. Jeez. Interesting. L.A. Cool. L.A. Wow, I'm going to have to look up some of our... Uh... He was born in L.A. Yeah, he was born in L.A., eh? Weird. <laughs> weird, weird, weird. That's but... weird. Um, I wonder how defenseman Miguel. Oh, Miguel Torreni. People who play hockey aren't born in L.A. The uh, that one kid that was drafted really late in uh, the 2022 uh, draft, Miguel Torreni. Uh, he's playing for Trois Rivières. Yeah. He is third best defenseman in the league points wise. Good for him. That's great. Yeah, good. So yeah, guess we have to see how that works out. And our goalies, how are goal? Oh, Joel Verbatic leading the league in save percentage. I'm sorry, leading the league in wins. So that's that's nice. Good for him. Mm. That is nice. That's super nice. Oh my god, some good news. Trois Rivières, man, <laughs> leading the way. I just heard my neighbors on the other side of the wall. I never hear them. Uh -oh. I never hear. Oh, you're them. in like a duplex. So 
So yeah, like we share a wall. It's like a it's a fourplex. And they were like and, fucking um, leaves. Uh, and I never hear them. And I think, oh, our soundproof thing must be so good. But then I wonder, <laughs> like, you know, during hockey games, especially. Well, yeah. really, only during hockey games we scream. But um, like we actually scream. Oh, yeah. And I I I I wonder, and then I hope, oh, I really hope it actually is that good. Because mm -hmm. if they're that fucking quiet, like I never hear them. I wonder about that with my apartment. Cause I'm yeah. a I'm not a quiet person. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, Me even either. even when I'm watching the game alone, I'm quite verbal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm quite verbal, and I always worry. I'm like, shit, somebody lives like literally six feet above my head, <laughs> and I like I haven't gotten a complaint yet, and I'm kind of shocked. But because I'm a because yeah. if you you'd like oh, if, yeah, if, if I'm I at know. a if I'm live at a game, everybody oh, yeah. in this section can hear me above uh, and yeah. below. The uh, ref yeah. can hear me on the ice. The whistle. Yeah. When you were shouting, blow the whistle. I am. The whistle. So many times. <laughs> so like many times. Just, just just, blow the fucking whistle. Blow the play dead. I'm sick of this board battle bullshit. When the, the, the fucking pucks went against the board. <laughs> fucking do it. Oh, it blew. It pissed me off. Ended up getting quite um, oh. a round of laughs, too. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm always making fun of the refs more than. The halves yeah. usually. So, <laughs> oh my god. So yes, and I do the same thing. I'm screaming at like I'm. It was right here. It was cool. mm -hmm. You know, like I'm could be completely alone in the house, and yeah, I I'm talking to them. Montembo like got a bench. star of the game. That kid, good for him. Yeah, I know it. So you heard your neighbors, and do you have any idea what they're talking about? Or no, I just heard them like maybe like something on the wall, maybe like some rubbing, oh. maybe like they were moving a box. I don't know, <laughs> some, some kind of weird noise. <laughs> okay, it sounded you know cool. like they were being purposeful. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. What happened? All right, so then all right, we're talking about Slavkovsky on the top line, right? So many yes. calls over the weekend to bring him to put him down in Laval, and as we were saying, Laval is a fucking dumpster fire right now of yeah. a team. It's it's bad. It's almost unwatchable, yeah. almost almost unwatchable. Um, nah, all these calls were happening the game, you know, before the Blues. Whereas, oh, Slavkovsky gets his first of the year, and it was a dandy of a oh, freaking yeah. goal too on the power play he had the puck on the half wall ish and just skated to the goalie you know whip 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 backhand up in and it was like oh shit Slavkovsky can score um but since oh, then I don't but since then he hasn't scored a game stored at all uh no but how many shots did he have of that game because it seemed to me like oh, he yeah. had seven chances like he would, it, and then like just playing on that top line. I'm telling you, and it's not just shots and 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 that kind of thing. Every time he's got the puck, I'm like, oh hey hey. The yeah, only man. person who had more shots than him was Caulfield with seven. That's so nice. I was off by one. Yep, he had four shots on goal, tied with Brendan Gallagher. Gallagher, there you go. Gallagher's who has not back. been who has not been looking terrible. No, he's been looking great. He has been looking pretty decent. That whole that line that he's on with though with um is New Hook Anderson. Oh no 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 Monahan. No. 
Yes. Oh shoot! Yeah, what Monahan. is that? That particular line, but Monahan, that is guy. Like, you know, if someone's been consistent this season, freaking Monahan. We are so lucky to have him. Oh my lord! I would feel so much better as a teammate if he's on the ice with me. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's so he's so calming and sneaky, and oh, I just love his game. What a frick is I this? I love thing? his game. Yeah, no, he's a he's a good egg. He's a good egg. Oh yeah, good old Monahan. And um, I've got I, I follow. Oh shit, I forget what everybody's called, but a, a, a Flames fan, like a you know a big Flames fan. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh yeah, I yeah. said you know, God damn, I love I love Monahan. I tweeted out, and he was just like, I'm I'm really proud of him, and I'm so glad you guys are treating. Oh, him well. see, that's another. I didn't go into well. We're another only treating him well because he's playing yeah. well now. Another unsung hero. So Monahan's centering the f- second line for the Habs. You know, Suzuki, Caulfield, Slavkovsky at the top. Monahan, Gallagher, and Pearson. Pearson also. Yes. More like Peerless. Oh my God. No, we're lucky I, yeah. to have him I, as well. I, I, um, I, I picked him for the first goal last night. Mm-mm-mm. And goddamn, he gave it a good try. Like he had like three like really nice looks. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, it was a good time. Yeah, so, yep, just looking at the lineup against the uh, Lightning from last night. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned the, so that's our top six, followed by Dvorak, centering Newhook and Anderson. That's a weird one, but I mean, uh, whatever. Uh, followed by Evans, Armia, yeah, and Yeah, that Pezzetta, is a weird one. Which, again, yeah, Armia and Newhook seem to be in, I don't know, I get it. Armia is not, like, our producer as it is but man he has like these diamond in the rough games that are just yeah. out of nowhere and he gets and like he, a hat trick and saves everybody yeah he's not shy like he's Mm-mm. he'll he'll use the body mm. Ghoulie's back he'll haven't fight. mentioned him i mean win about fight battles yeah what's that yeah Ghoulie's back haven't mentioned him <laughs> yes and that's the whole problem actually with the defense it's like jack i is now third pairing with kovacevic and jack i too mm, not quite up to what we would expect from him. Um, That's fair. Or at least compared to last year, at least, because Jacka was almost lights out last year. He looked pretty, pretty decent. But top pairing. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, too. Yeah. But top pairing, Matson and Harris, I don't think that can be our top pairing. Harris, no. God bless him, but like. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. Harris would say the same thing. It's a... um. Yeah, the defense, man, and that's that's. It's, I always come back to come back to this: is that once, once the Habs can figure out the defense, then the offense will benefit from having some stable, you know, <laughs> back guys on the back end. But just it's not it's not there yet. Yeah, they and the goalies won't have to work so hard. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Savard is on his way back, and that's going to be a thing. So we Matheson Savard at top, right? Um, who yeah. would be the guy that sits out after that? I'd have to imagine it either be Harris or Barron. So mm. one of those two. So then the second line would have to be. Barron's been pretty dependable. Yeah. Yeah. I really wonder how that would play out. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Because the top pairing is almost like rather obvious. But then the second and third pairings. Gooley has to be mm. top four somewhere. Because Gooley's going to be our oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Down the pipe, Gooley's going to be our dude. And no, and Ma- he, he's up for it. He's up yeah. for it. And hopefully Matheson is fighting something because if he's like healthy and on top yeah. of it, 
Yeah. Good. Need somebody like yeah. that on every line, and we don't have our every pairing. Don't yeah. quite have it yet. Yeah. Kovacevic, too, actually, is fine. Haven't yeah. seen anything. He's fine. Glaringly and awful he's from He's offensive, him. too. He, he's got a good offense. Yeah. Yes, he does. So there's that. Yep. Then that Blues game, that was a blowout, 6-3, unfortunately, with that. But yeah, Slavkovsky, Gallagher, and Suzuki with a with goals there. What the hell was I doing Saturday? I was in Montreal. That game was away though. What the hell was I doing? I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god! What? I went to see Depeche Mode. Oh <gasps> shit! Holy I shit! I forgot to ask you about that. Oh my god! That was last week. That's right, last oh. weekend, Friday night, Bell Center, Depeche Mode. My first concert at the Bell Center. Never been to a oh, concert and? in there before. And it was packed, 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 packed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure any headlining event that goes to the Bell Center is going to be, like, packed, yeah, jammed. But this is Depeche. This is, the, <laughs> this is Depeche. This is yeah. speed on. You know, this is, yeah. you know, whatever it is. and Yeah. Whatever. But, dude, it's like... That was an incredible show. I was oh, shocked damn. at how and the sound. How, oh my god! So I, I went a little bougie. I did spend some money, so I was sitting on the floor seats, and they had they had chairs though, right? So I wasn't at the, in the pit, but you know, I had an yeah. aisle chair, and I could just see this amazing performance of Depeche what row? Mode. I was like double g or something like that so you go through Ooh, the alphabet then you get into the doubles good. so i was back far enough that i could see everything but yeah, like enough where everything. it was it was just it was amazing oh my lord yeah. and yeah. i discovered something in my 36 years of listening to music on this earth that stripped is originally their song What's um? I let me um. Let me uh. Um. Uh, oh, how's that go? Uh, let me see you stripped. Um. Uh, let me hear you make decisions without your television. Let me hear you I speaking I I just for it. me. If you heard it, I think you'd get it. Rammstein covered that song, and I thought it was an original from Rammstein for years. I thought that was a Rammstein original song. And then Depeche Mode started playing it. I was not sober. And I was like, <laughs> is Depeche Mode covering Rammstein right now? <laughs> like, that's impossible. That would be dope, that, too. Though. It would be. That I'm would be sure dope. it'd be awesome because there's. You, you, you ever listen to a, like a, an interview with Rammstein's keyboard player? And that no. guy is He's not like a Looney Tune, but he's on another planet of yeah. like influences and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah, it's, it, I thought, ever you get time, listen to any interview that Rammstein gives any okay. member, any member I of the band, and they that. are fascinating people. I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> uh, the escaped East Berlin, you know, got over yes. the wall somehow. Like they're, they're That's intense crazy. dudes, intense dudes. Yeah, you got to be. I would love mm. to hear. I would actually really love to hear that. So point me in the right direction. Yeah, that and just if, if ever you have a chance to see them play live, they are crazy, Rammstein. But oh, the Rammstein. Mode too. Holy crap. Yeah. I was like, this is some of the coolest shit I've seen. <laughs> I'm just hearing <laughs> it. And just everyone, everyone there is just diehard Depeche Mode fans, of course. Oh, yeah. It's so good. 
I think so about good. Depeche Mode every day of my life oh, because yeah. um, there was a song of theirs from ooh, I want maybe 88, 87, 88. People are people, so why should it be? Mm-hmm. But in my head, whenever somebody annoys me, mm-hmm. the song is people are stupid, so why should it be? Every day of my life, I think of that. They <laughs> they definitely the played mode. that too. Yeah, they definitely did. Oh, oh yeah. My Lord. And Violator. Oh. Um, What's that? What's my favorite song from that album? It's my favorite Depeche Mode album. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like their, it's like their, their freaking yeah. album. Never before is what we swore the night before. Never again or whatever. Oh, on a policy of truth oh it was so good and like those guys they just it's they're such incredible musicians that album didn't miss a so many memories oh it's so good yeah Yeah. enjoy the silence personal jesus halo world in my eyes holy christ that whole world in my eyes you gotta listen to that one Mm -hmm, oh blast mm -hmm. oh yeah that's amazing that's amazing. I'm trying to find out which album Stripped was on. Yeah, please. I'm going to figure that out. Okay. In a moment. Any on my mouse, Yeah, I'll figure it. It was on Black Celebration, 1986. Which oh, also... Oh, and so is People Are People on that one? Oh, was it? Oh... Question of lust doesn't matter. It doesn't matter too. Stripped question of time. Yeah. You know, that's probably one I hadn't listened to. Actually, I can't even think of some of the other songs on here that I'm reading. That's about gay hate. That one. Uh, People are people. people So why should it be? Back then, nothing changed. Guess what's changed? Nothing. Exactly. Yep. And uh, yeah, Stripped was like the main um, song from that. Um, like Strip has a music video. I mean, of course it does. It's Depeche Mode, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll, I'll I'll do some sleuthing on the YouTube. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, one. And then then listen yeah. to Rammstein's version, and it's <laughs> so. I mean. Okay. They're they're so good because Rammstein ha- do have a few covers, but Stripped is probably my favorite of theirs because they are so good at taking the original material. And giving you like, oh, this is Depeche Mode. Seems like an original and product. Then it to- and then they totally make it their own to the point yeah. where they even like change the chorus lyrics a bit to fit whatever thing they're doing. The music oh, video yeah. also is fascinating for that particular, yeah. that Rammstein made a music video about a cover, which I guess, okay, a lot of people do that. But theirs takes footage from the propaganda video the Nazis put together for the Olympics. <gasps> <laughs> and it's just, oh God, Jesus Christ, guys. Why share these things? You know I love that shit. It's so, they're, Rob, man, I can't, I know it's like they're really heavy music, but God damn, they're thinking freaking dudes. Every, yeah, their music video for America, not to make this a Rammstein podcast, but their music <laughs> video for America is amazing mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things music and video combined because okay. it was a huge fuck you to you know the states for invading iraq 
number one. You've told me about this before, probably, probably offline. And it's all like, um, yeah, they're parodying a bunch of you know big U.S. things. Like the 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 band is playing like Gibson guitars, and they have like the big <laughs> American drum set, and they're on the moon <laughs> with their spacesuits on, and. You know, the big, the oh, big yes, courses, yes, yes, we're all yes, living yes, in America. Yes. Wow. And it's all like, um, you know, Over the have, jugular. Uh, Mickey Mouse stands in Paris and, oh, you, know, we, you know, we have Coca-Cola and sometimes war and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. It's such a Ooh, great, that sounds great good. music video. Yeah. Man. I'll have to, I'll have to get you some. Like, what's another one? The last one I think that I want to mention is, um, stranger mm -hmm. and whatever the word in German is for stranger. And mm. that's about um, colonialism. Ooh. Ooh, colonialism? Yeah. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> I'm a stranger Ooh, in a strange land. I visit this land. Them. I love all the ladies. I make them my own. <laughs> it's wild. Okay. Do they? Is there a book about them? Oh, or Rammstein? Like that? I don't know. Yeah. A book? Well, they have. I would be interested in, in their academic background. And, you know, such... obviously life experience escaping East Berlin, mm -hmm. but like that they go deep. Oh, they're, I mean, they, oh my God, I could, I could go on and on. I can go album by album of Rammstein. Like the, the freaking their song mother is like a parody of Snow White and the seven dwarves. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> it's so wild. No, I'm sorry. That's for the song, um, the sun, which again, it's very okay. Okay, oh, guys. Wow. Maybe we should put our um Rammstein conversation on our Patreon. Yeah, we oh see, wouldn't that be great? Oh, what a great money making idea. All our side <laughs> conversations, not dealing with hockey, we'll do that. Oh yeah. Because that unfortunately would be, like, that would be I'd pay for that. Because unfortunately the Habs have been kind of dreary lately. And yeah. I don't know what else to talk about with them. We don't have no other no. news coming out about it. Um we have um so, so no other news coming out about it, but there was the, I think it was maybe yesterday, yesterday, or what, and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Marty, um, with the press in a pregame, I think he is or after practice. So, he's so good. He's so good. He knows what to say it, all the goddamn time. Well, it, damn it, it, it. And it's not just that. No, you can tell he's not rehearsed. You can tell he hasn't been coached oh, and no. he, he, he's, he's so sincere and I've never seen a Habs coach handle, like, be just so, you know, almost mesmerizing. Like, you can see where he's going with it. You can visualize what he's talking about. He's very, he's very engaging, obviously. But um, they were, he was asked about the progression of Slavkovsky, which, you know, like, yeah. I was, I don't think I tweeted this, but I, I was thinking... <laughs> So you know, good. The, the level of vitriol towards this 19-year-old kid. It's like how a great team. You know what I mean? It's kind of like why we started the podcast in the first place. That's exactly. <laughs> because of Kotka Niemi. You know, and <laughs> well, I don't want leading to, like, up to Kotka, but still. I don't want to shit on other Habs fans, but the fucking whiners and oh. The, like they just they, they can be so fucking awful mm -hmm. and i just really hope he doesn't look at social media but he seems a little bit too together for that so i hope that he doesn't he worries about his mom more like than <laughs> than the fans which wow that's actually another thing again veering back to the senators yeah oh, 
Kachuk and Giroux, or Giroux, excuse me, going after the fans. Oh, buddy. That was something else. Well, did but they the, go after the fans? Oh, I thought Kachuk was like, you know, the fans have to stop whining about this, that, and the other thing. I was like, oh, oh, it was. There's, there's a clip out there of him the talking about the part fans out loud. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guys like you guys really gotta stop, you know, giving us such a hard time. We're busting our ass out there, etc. Some, something paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing here, but imagine Kachuk trying to be diplomatic about something that annoys him. Yeah, not quite, not quite his forte. But even Giroux, and Giroux, a veteran, was like, I forget the player that they were talking about, but they said, you know, between you, between you, the media, and the fans making a big deal about this player, you guys really got to back off. It's like, holy shit, this is Phil Kessel all over again. Let's go. (laughs) Phil Kessel also would be a great have right now. Yes. Exactly the type of slovenly guy that we need. I have to agree. I would, I would, uh, I would buy a fucking fanatics jersey of Phil Kessel and a hat. I, w- I would <laughs> oh, go crazy. I, would I go know nuts. you would. I'd be like, uh, yes, yeah, you'd probably get a tattoo, a Phil Kessel tattoo. Phil Kessel eating a hot dog on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, that would be dope. Okay, but just going back to Martin Saint Louis. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The comments. The, no, that's okay. I just, I, I just really wanted to make this point. I, I'm not going to make it as eloquently as he, mm. but he, he went to like he was asked about it, and he said, you know, like when you're on, well, you've got your Waze app in your car, and you're trying to get somewhere, and then you do it, and you recalibrate, and you got to get to where you're going. That's the way, it, and just the way he visualized it, the the way he sort of. Uh, thinks about it and you know sort of it's just it's so good and and then the way that he also communicates it you know in the kind of way that i think that at the end of that like everything that he said and about the criticism and all of that stuff and social media whatever i just think like he just accomplished what Giroux accomplished without like you don't realize that that's what he's accomplished until you've walked away you know what i mean and so i just oh i it I can't say enough what a positive influence he is on the team. And I think that that has a lot to do with it. Like, again, he was their hero growing up. Like, it's it's not just that he is this Hall of Famer. It's that he is, you know, he's invested in them. And it's just, you, you don't want to let him down. No. And so I think that that's where there's, like, I would be shocked if we ever saw the Habs quit. Under Martin Saint Louis, they won't Shocked. quit, but it takes them a while to start. Yeah, lately. Wake up, kiddos! Come on, yeah. time to play some hockey. Yeah. yeah. Um, funny thing about that particular quote, Eric Engels took the time uh, because that was said in French. Yes. Eric Engels took the time to translate, you know, a good chunk of Czech uh, text and put it mm-hmm. out onto Twitter. And who responded? Ways. They said, "Oh, I saw that." <laughs> no worries if you make a detour. We'll always be here. Smiley face. Very clever. Ways. Uh-huh. You you guys are you guys are freaking on it. <laughs> Cause it's like Ways, I don't know how this would have happened, but Eric Engels said nothing about Ways in his tweet. It's in the picture, you know, snapshot that he has of the text that he typed yes. out. Yes. So he mentioned Ways in that. On it. So either Ways has a way to farm Twitter for images of their name, which would be a bit much for somebody like Waze, or 
somebody on the PR team happens yeah, to be a Habs fan. happens, right? If you're on social <laughs> media, because like just a quick anecdote of when, when I worked at that marketing agency, um, one of our clients was a streaming service, very popular streaming service that mm -hmm, everybody mm -hmm. has. And um, Alain Vigneault oh, yeah. in the finals, I want to say it was in the finals, Stanley Cup finals. I don't, I can't remember who who he was coaching, but I, I think it was against the Predators. No, anyway, it was in the Stanley Cup finals. He made a comment about something Netflix in mm. his. Um, oh shit! I mentioned it anyway. <clears throat> something Netflix in, in one of his interviews, and I heard it. Mm -hmm. And so I went and told the powers that be, Alain Vigneault just talked about netflix mm -hmm. and it wasn't just about netflix it was about anyway a particular program that we were anyway working with and so it was a golden opportunity to do something uh, like if they call it in marketing they call it that oreos that super bowl oreos in the dark moment hmm, interesting remember that super bowl that the power went out yeah and it, it was dark for like I don't know how long, a really long time. Seahawks minutes, and somebody Oreo else. had put an ad together and tweeted it out within minutes. Wow! Oreos taste good in the dark with a with a with a in the dark, a, a, just a tiny bit of light and the Oreos and a glass of milk within minutes. So everybody chases that, you know, Super Bowl Oreos in the dark moment. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because it's all happening live, baby. That's the thing is yeah. that it's all happening live. So, like, yeah, I remember when Michael Jackson died. I saw it on Twitter. Right. Like within back when minute, Twitter was uh, reliable. Yeah, and it was like you know, in the old days, you'd have to wait. You wouldn't even know anything until like fucking CNN or NBC yeah. or whatever reported it. But like TMZ had it like two hours before it was officially confirmed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it was just like these two hours were like oh social media was going bonkers i um that makes me think of um how quickly information goes i'm re-watching yeah. the hbo miniseries john adams which is fascinating I've always wanted to, yeah. And Reason well, because there's a there's a thing that I didn't learn from the show, but I learned kind of recently that John Adams, believe it or not, is one of two presidents of the first twelve presidents. So okay, we have the first twelve presidents. Him and one other were not slave owners. Well, we know George Washington was a slave owner and quite a cruel one. Well, I mean, I'm saying that he, like, John Adams was never a slave owner. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to uh, think of who could be the other one. It's not Oh, Lincoln? well, it's funny who it is. Is Lincoln one of the first 12? I have no idea. John Quincy Adams, his son. Oh! <laughs> John wow. Adams was our second president, and then John Quincy was the sixth. Ah, okay. And yep. is that guy, is it with um, my friend there, Giamatti? That one? Paul yes, Paul Giamatti yes. plays John Adams. It is a great, great miniseries. He plays uh, the father, John Adams. So, okay, so the second president, right? Yep, second president. Yep. Ooh, that should be cool. I should watch that. Fascinating, fascinating yeah. show. I forgot how much I love that show and how much I love John Adams. You can say what you want about the founding fathers. There's a lot of shit yes. with those guys, but There's I think of, yep. I think John Adams was was one of the good ones. Was one of the good ones. His main, yeah. his main frailty was um, his main vice. He was vain. He was very, was full, very full of himself. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. At least uh, that's what his uh, anybody that debates him or like this is a very vain dude. But so I read. Oh. Okay, we're, I'm going to end on this note and then one more note. So John Adams <laughs> went to Harvard at 16. So when you talk about like the founding fathers, like all the fucking don't tread on me shit bags that fucking follow Trump, it's like we can run a country. No, no, no. These founding fathers were some of the most educated people on the planet. Adams read Cicero. Adams read fucking oh um uh, f- other philosopher Arist- Aristotle, Aristotle, yeah. Cicero, okay. and not only that, he read them in their native language. He taught himself Greek and Latin as a child in college. Well, but now also back then they they grew up really fucking fast. Well, yeah, you're a man at 14. But I don't care. The guy was a polyglot in dead languages. And I mean, Latin was was taught more back then anyway. But he was incredibly intelligent, incredibly well-educated. Um, Boston Massacre happens. He's a lawyer. His main occupation, he was a lawyer, a student of the law. And um, yeah. Boston Massacre happens. Uh, British troops fire on a crowd. And there was a big spark for the American Revolution. Is that Revolution. the Boston Massacre? That's one of them. <laughs> Not the bombing. Civilians? What? Like just people? Oh, yeah. Uh, so a crowd was throwing snowballs and blah, blah, blah. British shoulders and <laughs> they opened fire. Bad, bad, bad. That's horrible. And there was not a there was not a person on the planet that would represent the British soldiers except John Adams. And he got them acquitted by a jury <gasps> in Boston. Smart dude. He says, Ooh, is this are okay. we not, you know, are we not a people of laws? Are we animals? Like and he is that it? He's so good. So good. It's HBO. HBO. And the final thing I wanted to mention about that. So, Adams, because this is funny. Adams, during the revolution, like the war. Oh, my God. The British are really hard because they're really good at fighting and we have nothing. They send him and Benjamin Franklin to France to get a treaty together, which in historically, if people you know want to know, Americans did not win the war by themselves it's because the French came in and finally bailed us out, essentially. Regardless... Adams arrives in Paris, and Franklin's already been there for some months already. So he arrives in Paris, and the treaty is already done. And Adams like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here anymore? So he tries getting more aid. He eventually goes to Holland to secure loans for the war effort, because it wasn't going very well when Adams was sent. Uh, it doesn't go well. He's not well-received at, at the French court. He's not. He doesn't get anywhere with the Dutch yeah, it's in all that stuff. So he has himself a nervous breakdown. He's bedridden. <gasps> and so imagine a nervous breakdown back in 1780, right? So he's like <clears throat> dying. Like they bloodlet the poor guy anyway. So he finally gets out of his stupor and <laughs> all of his effort in France and Holland was pretty much wasted because this one day his secretary comes by. He's like, sir, we have great news. The British were defeated at Yorktown and have capitulated. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's just because you're going across the Atlantic. It takes like a month for news to yeah. get from one end of the world to the other. Hence the mm. whole thing you were talking about with how news travels. Yeah. yeah. And I think we are yeah. way over time. So yeah. very last cool. thing I want to mention. Uh, John Adams? The, the what? <laughs> John Adams. John Adams. But... Uh, the police body cam for Alex Galchenyuk's uh, arrest is out. 
Good luck with that one. It's a fucking banger. Bye, everybody. Oh, shit. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. It's so fucking bad. It's so bad. So bad.